Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. Sports psychology involves how psychological factors influence sports and athletic performance. Now, sports psychology training is the actionable application of sports psychology principles to actively strengthen an athlete's mindset. So what I'm going to do is go over the benefits of sports psychology training, how sports psychology training works, and then how you as an athlete can get started with training your mindset through sports psychology training. Now, the reason an athlete will work with a sports psychology professional, whether they are you know, a sports psychologist, whether they are a mental performance coach, a mental game coach, is to strengthen their mental game. Because we know that the mental game is going to influence the physical game. You know, for example, if you don't have a lot of confidence and you are experiencing a high level of performance anxiety going into a game, then you're not going to perform at your peak levels. Now, when you start working on your mental game, there are a few different benefits that you can experience with one of them being increased confidence, right? The more confident you feel, the better you're going to perform. Another benefit is improved focus. Through sports psychology training, you're going to learn how to not only strengthen your focus, but also identify what are the different factors that can distract me during practices and can distract me during games. And then you'll work on strategies to manage those factors. Another benefit is reduced sports anxiety. Sports performance anxiety is honestly one of the main mental game challenges that I see when I'm working with an athlete with mental performance coaching because it's very easy to grow anxious before a game. And it's also very easy to grow anxious during a game where you worry about what's going to happen. Will I play well? I hope I play well today. Now, when you experience that level of anxiety, we know that your performances are going to drop because you're playing with more tension and it can also lead to playing timidly, which leads us into another benefit of sports psychology training, which is reduced fear of failure. You're going to reduce that fear that you have going into games. Another benefit is stronger resilience. You know, resilience when it comes to sports, for the most part, what we're talking about is bouncing back from mistakes. Now, this is going to be during games. Can you bounce back from mistakes quickly during games? Can you also bounce back from mistakes from one game to the next? You know, a great example of this is a golfer that I've been working with right now, and I've really worked with her on being able to let go of mistakes or, you know, specifically for her, the mistakes are bad shots. So letting go of bad shots and moving on to the next shot as quickly as possible. Because not only do we want to move on from mistakes, but we also want to make sure that we are putting ourselves in the best position to, you know, hit that next ball well, make that next shot, you know, get get into that next play, whatever the next is. But that's really the main idea of moving on from mistakes. Let's not let one mistake turn into many mistakes because one mistake, one mistake tears down our confidence. Another benefit of sports psychology training is increased motivation. So when you work with with a sports psychologist or with a mental performance coach and you, you know you're really identifying the the psychological side of the game and you're figuring out your mental game one of the key things that you're going to work on is figuring out you know, okay what what motivates me where is my motivation coming from this is very helpful because if you know where your motivation comes from you can start to leverage your motivation a little bit more you know especially after mistakes or if you've had a string of bad games or you don't make a team you need to really understand where your motivation comes from Another benefit is going to be the ability to manage pressure. You know, we know that pressure is going to be there, especially as you increase levels, especially as you play in, you know, tougher games. And so you want to learn some sports psychology tools and techniques to be able to manage that pressure. Another benefit is more positive self-talk. So self-talk in sports refers to just the way that you are thinking and the way you're talking to yourself. Now, I like to break self-talk down into direct and indirect self-talk. Direct self-talk means you're talking directly to yourself about yourself. 
Very simple examples are, I believe in myself or I suck. Indirect self-talk means you're talking to yourself about something outside of yourself. An example of this would be, wow, that other team looks really good today, or I think we can beat them. They're an easy team to beat. We want to really pay attention to the way that you're thinking because most, you know, honestly, most mental skills and most mental game challenges are going to stem from your thoughts. Everything is beginning with your thoughts. So if we can take control of the thoughts you have leading into a game, the thoughts you have during a game, and then also the thoughts you have after a game when you're reflecting on that game, that's going to play a large role in strengthening your mental game. Another benefit is stronger mental toughness, you know, and this just happens as you start to cultivate all these different mental skills. Because when I'm working with an athlete and we're, you know, we're, we're trying to build a stronger mental game, we're trying to build mental toughness, I always say, you know, mental toughness is the culmination of building certain mental skills. So as you go through and you build mental skills with sports psychology training, naturally we know that mental toughness is going to develop as well. And then the last one that really ties into mental toughness is increased self-management. And this is just the ability to manage your thoughts, manage your emotions, and then manage your behavior as a player. And that's really, in all honesty, ultimately the goal of sports psychology training and, and mental training is, you know, can you develop more management and more control over yourself? So the next thing I want to talk about is how sports psychology training works. Specifically, you know, just kind of how this whole process would work if you do begin working with a sports psychologist or you begin working with myself as a mental performance coach, you know, and if you are interested in learning more about the mental performance coaching that I offer, I've put a link to that in the description below. You know, but whenever you're working with sports psychology training, the process is going to, you know, it's going to follow a very kind of a very structured format and it needs to because you know let's let's liken it to physical training. If you're going to work with a strength and conditioning coach and you know that you need to get faster or you need to build, you know, more powerful legs or more strength, there needs to be a system in place otherwise you're just kind of training without, you know, without a goal in mind or without a plan in place. So what you're going to do first is identify your strengths and challenges. And this is where when I'm working with an athlete, I always begin with an assessment and then we begin with a deep dive session to really get a good idea of, okay, you know, right now, what are your strengths as a player in, in terms of your mental game? The reason I love starting with your strengths is because we want to build upon your strengths, especially if we're trying to use this to enhance your performance. And then we also want to identify your challenges because your challenges are going to be the things that we're going to focus on to, you know, to improve quickly so that there are no longer those things that are holding you back. An example of a strength might be, I have a strength of really, really good focus under pressure, but I have a challenge of, I get very anxious going into games and I start to think at the beginning of the game about what's going to happen and you know sometimes I don't have the best start to games. So if I'm working with you in one-on-one mental performance coaching, after we've done that assessment and, and done the deep dive and everything, I'll put a plan in place. Now this plan is going to be very similar to a plan that you would have for or with a strength and conditioning coach where you would say, okay, these are the main skills that we're going to work on, and this is the plan as to how we're going to work on them. And then the, the third step is you're just going to apply the plan, right? So if you're, if you're doing mental performance coaching, we're going to apply the plan through our one-on-one -on -one sessions each week, and then also through action steps that you do during the week on your own. If you're working with a sports psychologist or another mental performance coach, they're probably going to have a pretty similar format where it's, you know, we have these sessions each week, you need to have the action steps because you need to be training and practicing all these mental skills and applying these training techniques on your own as well. And so how can you begin getting started with sports psychology training? Well, you know, as I've already mentioned, I offer one-on-one -on -one mental performance coaching, so that is definitely going to be, a, be an option for you if you're interested in that. But there are other ways that you can get started with sports psychology training if you're not interested or if you're not ready to work one-on-one -on -one with a coach or with a sports psychologist. And so that's where putting a training plan together on your own is going to come into play. 
and to put a training plan together. You first need to be able to identify your strengths and challenges. So I would recommend that, you know, you take some time and think, you know, what are the challenges that I that I experience right now mentally? And what are some of the strengths I have in terms of my mental game? And then from there, you want to put some training plans in place to begin working on your mental game. So what I've done right here is I've linked a video that goes into detail on the different the different mental training tools and the different mental training techniques that you can use to start practicing and start applying sports psychology training for yourself. I hope you enjoyed this video, and if you did, please hit that like button and subscribe if you haven't already. Put out new videos each week on sports psychology and mental training. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.